1: We don't get to see Darla uh, that much lately because Darla knows mom's home, so she's like the most bonded with her, and uh, so they're, you know, crashed out in the bed right now. Don't worry. School starts soon for the queen of the forest, and then off we go back with a normal day. Welcome. 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 Here we are on the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures from right here in the uh, Fear Bunker studio. Not Fear Bunker North, but the Fear Bunker studio. Okay. Um, There was an absolute catastrophe yesterday on the radio. And I was witness to it. And I, I feel like there is some degree of blame that goes to your old pal EZ yesterday. When I was brought in to assist my pal Huge on the Huge show, the idea is that all of the things that, um, all the technical stuff, uh, I would be in charge of that to make sure that the show gets on the air. Now, I've got all that down. No problem. You walk in there, uh, there's some computer things you got to do. You got to call a phone uh, number in and uh, for some folks in, uh, I don't know, somewhere in the country where they're like a bunch of nerds that work for a satellite company. They got to make sure that they can hear the feed. And then I have to hit a button and all right, all systems go. You're good to go. You're and I, I did all that called the number. Yep. We hear you. Okay, great. Boom. All right. The sh- the show is ready to go. But I did notice that when I went in there that, uh, without getting too much, uh, in the detail, this, uh, board, if you will, with all these faders on it and things, um, uh, it doesn't, it's not uh, quote unquote set up the way it's supposed to be. Um, what I mean by that is if you like hit one button, it will, uh, acclimate to be just like what the huge show needs to get that show on the air. And it says huge in this little led and it doesn't say huge. So I'm like, what's going on? How could this possibly be? Why would anybody be interested in. Uh, in this room, Bill is the only live show that originates from this radio station uh, in this town. what What is going on? Well, what I didn't know is that another gentleman had wandered in there and recorded something in that studio. And to do that, you have to hit another sequence of buttons that I'm not aware of. So this is uh, what you call a fly in the ointment. Uh, I have uh, exhausted my technical expertise outside of just getting the show on. Well, if someone comes in, okay, and just changes everything, uh, I, I, uh, I'm at a loss. So Bill comes in. Uh, yeah, hey, dude, look at this. Hmm. We got 15 minutes before the show starts. We're standing around literally just mashing buttons trying to figure out what's up. Now, Brett um, is in Colorado on the top of a mountain. so We try to call him. Nothing. Uh, We call the operations manager of the radio station. He's in the room next door to us. And then this dude, Mac, who's on uh, Star five point seven, So it's Bill, EZ, Dave Taft, and Mac all standing around this thing, hitting random buttons. And finally, uh, Mac goes, no, 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 I got it. And he, he hits a certain button, and we go, oh, hey, you know, you got it. You got it. We didn't have it. Um, Ryan says, has huge ever looked at that board before? Yeah, but he just, okay. When you get like a certain age and he's really old, uh, you, you just don't have the ability. Ryan also says in the old days, you had engineers for this sort of thing, right? No one's in the building. Remember, this is a ghost town. Um, so we think we have it. I am in the uh, the show starts at 3 p.m. I hear the uh, music start up and it's this sexy voice lady saying now from the auto Val- value studios, here's the huge one, Bill Simonson. And I'm in the next studio and I'm calling, I'm picking up the phone to call this guy. He used to play baseball for the Tigers. I don't know who the fuck he is. And uh, I'm dialing the number because he's going to be on the show with Bill. And uh, the show's starting. This dude's phone is ringing while I'm listening. And uh, he picks it up. Oh, and then I don't say anything because I noticed there's trouble hello, 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 it was John. I hang up because Bill's freaking out. I can't hear anything, uh, but I can see him freaking out. Uh, I can hear what's going on in the show. So the music starts, and then he starts talking. He goes, what's up? And he wants to say, what's up, Michigan? You're uh, listening to the huge show. But all he gets out is, what's up? Because something's wrong. Now we don't know what, but now it's showtime. The show is on the air. We don't know if what he just said, what's is on the air or not, but he's panicking. So I got run out of that studio and, uh, run back into the on air studio and, uh, he's freaking out. Uh, Reasonably uh, freaking out. He, uh, you know what I've been told about Bill's freakouts. I I expected worse. And, um this. Holy shit. We don't know what the hell we're doing. So we called the guy. Okay. So Bill like plays some audio from another interview just to buy some time. That's like now going out over this network.
2: <laughs>
1: and and we, we don't know what the fuck is going on. So now we've got all four of us back around this board mashing buttons with our hands. No one knows how to, uh, the term is normalize the board, get it back to its normal spot. We call the guy who was in there recording. His name's John and, uh, Ryan writes, you, huge only brings you in for one thing. And here you are fraudulating over a control panel, breaking everything. That's exactly correct. What you just said is true. (laughs) So then, um, we get this guy, John, on the phone. John, were you there recording? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, we can't, you know, we're, we're, he's trying. And John doesn't know. No one at the radio station knows actually how to do this. No one. They're, all the people that are actually in the building are in this one four-foot-by-four-foot four space staring blankly at this uh, audio board. We don't know what we're doing. Another guy on the phone also doesn't know what he's doing. There are no more employees to call. Uh, there's this lady who uh, does the news for Wood. Her name's Emma. Emma! Emma, fix this! She, comes and she goes, I did not know what to do. So now we've got four dudes, Emma and John on the phone. And no one has any idea what the hell is going on. So then Brett calls... And uh, I'm talking to him, and he's pissed because he has to do this on his vacation. What's going on? Because we were blowing up his phone. Uh, Dude, okay, can I uh, FaceTime you, and you can get us on the air, please? Pause. Yes. I'm like, well, fuck, dude. I mean, come on. Uh, I have not been trained to do any of this shit. Uh, Tim writes, I picture Eric doing the Zenith smash, trying to fix it. Just hitting it with my hand. It, you're not far off. Um, I get dude on the FaceTime bills. like, and I go, okay, settle down. We got it. We gotta, we gotta listen to him. I explained to him what's happened. He goes, I can fix this. So he very carefully says, okay, hit this button twice and then hit this button twice, and then voila, that's it. It was so simple. But I swear on a stack of Bibles, I did not know this step because this step is never needed, okay? Because every time they go in there, the board is set up for huge to do a show. And if anyone else uses the board, which this dude John did, he did not normalize it. He didn't put it back to the way it's supposed to be So that we can do our show, you know? Oh, my God. So, essentially, uh, the first 25 minutes of the show did not happen. Oh, fuck. Uh, Stevie says, I think it sounds like some training is going to be in uh, in Big Fraud Zane's future. That's not Stevie. Is that Stevie? I always forget. Who's Stevie? Is Stevie soaked in bleach or PSN bleach? It's soaked in bleach, right? We have this conversation about five times a week. Jesus. Kenny adds, you'd think that such an important step like that would be pinned up somewhere nearby or something. That's what I said. My God. Tyler said, did this all contribute to signal quality? It sounded awful in my car yesterday, and I never have issues with the station. I don't know. Oh, my God. Tyler says, I imagined huge in the background saying, that motherfucker's never going on vacation again. I'm going to try to get Bill on here. See if I can get a discussion about the post-mortem. Uh, this is usually not fruitful. We shall see. Oops. I don't expect that this is going to work. Kenny says Huge has answered 1% of his phone calls you've ever placed to him.
3: The call
1: did not go through. Please. I don't know what the hell that is. Um, good morning from Round Lake in Fountain, Michigan, just east of Ludington. Mimosas are open for girls' weekend. That is uh, of course, Megan. Wow, mimosas. That's what you drink like in the morning to get shit faced, right? It's like uh uh orange juice and no, that's Sarah. That's Sarah. Sarah is um, is um, is unapologetically loud, and um, I forgot what Megan's name is, but anyway, I got you guys mixed up. Well, I'm glad you're out there. Have a good time. I know that there's no Brad with you. All right. So that was an absolute shit show, to be sure. Oh, my God. That that, um, that was ugly. Um, so now we know. Now I actually know what's going to happen. If I mean, if this happens again, I actually am aware of what buttons I need to hit. But no clue. And the fact that all of us were around the control board, four dudes, one lady, and a guy on the phone. We had exhausted personnel, exhausted the personnel at the radio station. And now one person, one guy on vacation on the top of a mountain in Colorado was able to very easily, um, tell us what to do. And I stand by, I did not know this. Wow. Um, Dan says, "As good as you seem to be at pushing buttons, I can't understand why you could not fix it." Uh, all right. So that's uh, that was how my day went yesterday. That was that was just downright ugly. I'll be on there t- uh, again today. Um, last night, we busted out the inaugural version of "Who Are These Ottawa County Fascists?" and. One of the things that Stu and I parked on um, was focusing on introducing you to Jack Tuck, T-U-U-K. I think it's Tuck. Now, uh, Jack is one of the Ottawa County bozos who, um, boy, this guy, um, he decided to uh, go the route of, Going after your old pal, EZ, and I couldn't be more delighted. This is spectacular. Uh, Stu and I, I shared this with Stu. We had a big laugh about it. You saw it. uh, If you were on Patreon Live last night, I'll make the audio available um, sometime today or tomorrow. It just depends on schedules. Probably today. Um, But one of the things we uh, parked on was, was this. Um, this local guy, Jack, Jack, um, has built a website where, uh, he parks on people in Ottawa County that he thinks are, uh, poisoning Ottawa County. Some very misguided people are poisoning Ottawa County. We thought you should know that's code for get them, get them. Uh, pretty, uh, silver haired lady is Adeline Hambley. She is the health director. Uh, This guy here with the bow tie, he runs a uh, Facebook page um, that is opposite Ottawa County Impact. The lady here whose eyes you can see, that is, um, she's a writer for the Holland Sentinel. And uh, this guy writes, we're challenging these people in their own words by hitting a few back over the net with some random tennis player. Exposing people who are part of the problem. And not part of any solution in Ottawa County. Start with my man, Joe Spaulding, who I love that guy. Um, he's done nothing but be supportive towards um, marginalized and bigoted against uh, populations of people. And uh, he's big on separating church and state when it comes to Governing. David Bernofsky is the guy who runs that Facebook page. I was telling you about, uh, Ottawa objects. And then, uh, Dan Scrippsma is a teacher. Genesis, he, he taught my kids. It was also a swim coach. I think he's retired. Uh, he spoke at, um, an Ottawa County commission meeting. And so he's part of the problem. And then of course, Eric Zane podcaster and radio personality says what he feels. Stu and I covered this. Um, he, this dude, Jack here, this, this, Handsome, devil, old guy. He uh, he lifted some of my show, and I'm saying that people in Ottawa County are psychopaths. And then he also lifted, I think this is the video from when I donated a kidney, so it's is Zane, the other side. So he's trying to suggest that um, everybody must pray for me uh, and, and shit like that because I'm conflicted. All right. See. We're going to, we're going to, this is the dude's comment about me from his, uh, whatever is, I don't know what Stu and I were talking about what's going on behind him here. Um, so audio check, video check. Let's hear from Jack.
4: Eric Zane came on my radar in June from things he said on his podcast about the Ottawa County Board of Commissioners and the good people of Ottawa County, especially Jenison and Hudsonville, where he lives. We thought the good people of Jenison and Hudsonville should be introduced to Eric Zane if you didn't know who he was. I didn't know anything about him. Evidently, he's been a local on-air radio guy and the Griffins
1: hockey public address announcer. I was talking to Stu about this. He's doing that to get to try to sick the dogs on me. I see you, Ashley, I got your text. He currently is a podcaster. The first video clip- And by the way, I I now think you are correct, Ashley. Clip was from a
4: podcast he did in June, which was pretty hard on the ears. That was toxic. The second- Thank you, thank you so much. ...video gave me more insight to who he is. I'm thankful I didn't rush to judgment too quickly. This is a very conflicted person without peace. (laughs) When it comes to religion, I am probably the most flawed idiot on the planet. I am judgmental, I'm mean, I have a horrible mouth, I swear like you wouldn't believe, and I look at people like me and think you're lucky a lightning bolt doesn't strike you when you're in church. I feel sorry for him, a very emotionally unhealthy person. Oh
1: my god. I'd love to sit down with
4: him and share my journey in life.
1: Oh yeah, I I really want that. Encourage
4: him to be the guy in the second video because the really sad part is he's poisoning the minds of everyone who listens to him.
1: You hear that? You guys are getting your minds poisoned.
4: Free to say what they want, but he shouldn't be surprised if he reaps things that don't work well in his life.
1: (laughs) Okay, yes. All right, uh, true, and no, I'm not surprised with anything. Uh, that is uh, that is old Jack uh, dropping that on all of you. Kent says, sit down with him. It would be an epic troll. I like that idea. Oh, my God. Uh, Dan says, Oh my gosh, you mean people other than you are sinners also? Pompous ass. He has no idea what your kind of humor is. Uh, accuse, PSN Bleach says, accuse others of what he is doing. Uh, Chris says, The sad part is this moron believes people want to hear about his kidney. Wait, did you write kidney, but meant to write journey? Mean to write journey? Yes. Uh, people want to hear about his kidney. God damn it. Uh, journey. Yes. I No, I, 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 you're exactly right. Um, what makes you think anyone is interested in anything you have to say? Uh, Megan says, I think uh, Dan Scrippsma would be an awesome guest on the show. Yeah, the thing is, on my show... I don't know. I'm not it's so much easier just to sit here and try to crack jokes. That is the easiest thing for me to do. And um I don't want to make this ever too serious, you know? That that is never my goal. Uh if I have if I'm ever talking on this show, I'm doing it trying to make people laugh. So whether I'm telling I'm saying that the people in Ottawa County are a bunch of dumb fucks or not, it doesn't matter as long as I'm getting some type of reaction that makes you laugh. It should all be taken with a huge grain of salt. I don't claim to be an expert in anything. It's difficult to um to not be serious when talking about those wackos though, uh because they're fucking crazy. So, you know, when I do talk about what I talk about, Uh, they may look at it as I'm just being toxic and mean and poisonous and all this shit. But at the end of the day, I really don't care that much about what these idiots say because no one takes them seriously. You know, um, Joe Spaulding is, uh, is working very seriously and very hard to actually make some change. Me sitting here in a dormer above my garage talking shit really doesn't help anything. You know, I'm just kind of like morally supporting them as best as I can. But that's pretty much all that I can do. So for this asshole to say that what I say uh, is poisoning the community is, is fucking insane. You know, um, these people, this guy in particular, and the other people that are like him um, are so blinded by their religious zealotry. That, uh, in my opinion, they are the ones that are doing the poisoning. Megan says, I actually think it does help Eric. Well, maybe, um, maybe some type of levity, um, to reinforce to the normal people that, uh, no one is crazy. I mean, I'd like to think that the things that I've done talking about, um, you know, like for example, Madison's story and, um, and, and trying to, um, be as accepting as possible to, uh, uh, people of all different, uh, backgrounds. I think that that's pretty important. I mean, I accept those idiots for who they are. If you're a religious zealot and you're loud and obnoxious, like these assholes are, I'm not going to get in the way of you being a dumb fuck. And I support everything that, um, Your your right to say all those stupid things. Uh I just push back. I just, you know, I just uh I I, want to be the guy to say, yeah, you're you're fucking nuts. And if in my little corner of the world I can say that and do that, um, great. Just as uh I have just as much right to do that as they do. And uh and and that's it. Um this same group, though, they they will do whatever they can to try to uh Knock me down a peg. Thank God. Uh, they haven't been successful at that, but, uh, no, that's, um, I'm not going to sit here, uh, and, and, and turn away from what is obvious. There's uh there is some risk and peril to saying that these people are crazy lunatics because they will try to uh, cancel me in some way, shape or form as it's already been attempted. Uh, Trucker Dan says, I wouldn't even say they're blinded by their religion. I think they use it as a crutch to help rationalize uh, what they're doing. Yeah, that's um, hijacking Christianity. Kenny says, when you're serious, you make a lot of great points and have a lot of good discussions. When you're being an ass, it's funny to everyone until it steps on the wrong person's toes or feelings right. And if they're not used to that, If you have a new person in here and I suddenly just hit him between the eyes with something, yeah, they're going to get pissed off. (laughs) Tyler, God, you make me laugh. This dude just screams I'm crazy with his weird Al-Qaeda backdrop in his videos, LOL. Gonzalez says, get him a case of Bud Light. Uh, looks like this captain Krusty 78 is back. I don't know what's going on with that guy. That guy has got a, uh, an ax to grind with our boy, Kenny. I don't think that that's uh, John Pulaski, by the way. Uh, I was talking with, with uh, Kenny about that. And, uh, he seemed to indicate that that's not, he gave me some evidence as to why that that might be, I forget what he says, but I don't know who that guy is That captain Krusty 78. Very strange. Uh, Stevie says, that guy wants everyone to believe exactly what he believes. And if you don't, you're wrong. Typical West Michigan vanilla guy. Yes, they they, they seem all pious and well-intentioned, but they're pretty much a wolf in sheep's clothing. All right. So that was part of... Who are these Ottawa County fascists yesterday? The full show is on Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. We even featured some guy, some fat ass uh, gets up there, and um, he starts talking, and he starts to weep. He starts crying something about uh, the Ottawa County Road Commission and potholes, and uh, he was all over the board. Uh, it, it seemed to me like he was on some type of uh, foreign substance in his bloodstream to make him behave in such a bizarre way. It was downright crazy. This And every single big barrel-chested guy, you know, the huge gut, bad haircut. Holy shit. They even had the guy who got his haircut at the Ionia Free Fair show up and do the opening prayer. Ugh. You got to see Moss. You got to hear Joe Spaulding um, lay waste to a sexual predator. I'm not even kidding. Joe Spaulding referenced a guy who uh, pled guilty to criminal sexual conduct for putting his pee-pee inside of a a kid. Oh, it was bizarre. This all happened on one show. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. We will do that again. Uh, next week we are going to feature who are these Justins? We will uh, Ben and I will be unpacking another episode of Who Are These Justins? Right here on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Eric Zane. Okay, but for now I am going to say goodbye to everybody on uh, I'm sorry, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Thank you so much for being here. If you want the full show, you have to go to Twitch twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. All right. Um, by the way, I am rattled right now. I am rattled. And you're like, why I am rattled. Uh, there was a, uh, I can't even talk about it. I, Jesus. um, Megan says, I own your free fare haircut joke is my favorite thing ever. Kyle says, Satan has done so much for us, unlike that lazy God just sitting on a cloud. You know, that actually hurts me to say that. What the hell? Kyle says, opening prayer. Was it Bender Bones? Are we supporting Satan? Yeah, uh, I would love to see Bender Bones get his opening prayer in there. Okay. If you ever want to say hello to me, reach out on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Thank you so much. Eric at ericzanecho.com on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox. Um, all right. I will be at Bosco's Pub tonight. Okay, so this is how it goes. Screw up the huge show again today. After that gets done, I'm going directly to Bosco's. Uh, no, not going home. They, uh, the dinner rush will, will be well into the dinner rush. And you see, you got Doug and Dougie doing it. Now, these two, um, very good, but the second they get in the weeds, the stress level goes like to an unbelievable mark. Okay. The meter goes from it's humming along at green. And then all of a sudden so I said, I will come in if you want me to. Um, now, when you're doing it, three-person kitchen, earlier in the week, I was doing two of the three jobs. Doug, on the actual making the burgers, like grilling the, the meat. EZ, doing everything else. Getting the plates ready, getting the fries uh, ready to go. every Everything else that happened... Uh, Uh, assembling the burgers after the meat is put down on the, uh, on the bun and, um, and all that shit. Uh, Two people on a Monday, you can pull that off on a Friday, nearly impossible because there's so many people, people lined up out the door. There's all these orders coming in. And these two guys, they get in the red and they become psychopaths. All right. And if I, I'm there, uh, it drops down to yellow, the meter. But, oh, my God. So all I want to say when I'm in the kitchen is size of the problem, which is what Diana says to me, okay? If there's something going on, let's say the dog takes a shit, and, and I look at it and go, oh, time to clean up the shit. Uh, that, that's good. But if I look at the shit and go, oh, my God, ah! shit's size of the problem, size of the problem. So she's instilled that in me. Size of the problem, Eric, and I'm like, you're damn right. In fact, yesterday, um, the there was something, some catastrophe that happened in the laundry room. I don't know if it was dog pee or spilled water. I go, hey, can you come in and help me? And she goes, okay, and she comes walking in, and the dogs follow her in, and they're all like running around her, and they're like thinking it's time to play because they always think it's time to play. And she starts yelling at the dogs. I go, hey, I go, would you calm down? What are you yelling at the dogs for? I can do that. I go, I brought you in here to help me with this. And now you've put my stress level through the roof size of the problem. And she looks at me like, uh, I'm Satan and she's pissed. And I go, what? Well, what you say that shit to me all the time size of the problem. And oh my God, she's ready to kill me. I go, yeah, you can't, you can't tell me size of the problem. And then when I do it to you because you're freaking out because the dogs love you, that's bullshit. Anyway, um, and then I uh, I go, quit being an asshole. And then that's it. She was just waiting for me to call her an asshole because she said, don't call me names. I go, don't call you, what are you, five? Don't call you, you're being an asshole. Don't call me names. I go, what the... I wouldn't have said this if you weren't being an asshole. So it was just stupid. It was so damn dumb. And that's what I, um, and that's what I say to, uh, well, no, I haven't yet said that to Doug and Dougie, It's size of the problem, but I will walk in there and the kitchen will be a nightmare. All right. Be tickets everywhere. Uh, food burning. These two are fighting in the squared circle. I have to get in there and write the ship. I'll be there at about 6.20, 6.25 to fix it. I'll probably stay there until about 8.30 to these assholes get their shit together and then go home. So if you want to come see me, uh, come to Bosco's Pub tonight after about 6.30. I can't guarantee that I'll be able to walk out and say hi to you because if we're getting slammed, that's impossible. But you never know. Um, T-shirts and merch, ericszainshow.com. King's Room Barbershop, brand new sponsor, love them so much. Three locations, Northland Drive, Caledonia, and for now, Rogers Plaza. They're leaving Rogers Plaza. They've purchased a building five minutes away. In September, I don't have a hard and fast start date. Early September, they will be at 821 36th Street next to the costume room. Andy and Colleen, the owners slash operators, uh, they cut hair at all of the facilities, check the schedule to find out uh, where and when uh, they will be working. Kingsroom.net that that is uh, kingsroom.net um so there you go out of rogers plaza three locations now uh kingsroom.net 19 bucks to get your hair cut dudes get your hair cut at kingsroom barbershop three locations for you to choose from so say no to say uh jude say no to uh uh sport clips and what's the lady Janes. screw all those guys kingsroom barbershop Get your hair cut by the king. Walk-ins. Everything is a walk-in. The most you'll wait is 10 minutes at King's Room Barbershop. Okay? King's Room Barbershop, very different from all the other chains that I mentioned. The owners work on site. Uh, My God. So there you go. Wait times are less. Holy crap. King's Room Barbershop, online at kingsroom.net. Brand new location. Uh, In Wyoming. Thank you to them for being on board with the show. You make me happy. Also, thank you to Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. Blue Frost IT, online at bluefrostit.com. Now, if your business is um, in need of a tech upgrade, the last thing you want to do is just start buying stuff off the shelf from best buy for god's sake you got to do this right you have to determine the needs of the business if if tech isn't your thing you need to sit down with a tech professional for a 30-minute complimentary consultation from blue frost it online at BluefrostIT.com. okay uh i have to use the potty of course i will be back thank you so much stand by uh, bizarre set of circumstances. After uh, Patrick said that our pals on the bigot bunker were dropping the N word, I was like, "No way! There is no way!" And uh, the interesting thing is, I know there's a person from the uh, bigot bunker. I don't know who it is. Who is? Uh, I th- has been checking in that person that was on here yesterday that said that horrible thing about Madison. And then that horrible thing about Kenny. Uh, The bigot bunker. It was really weird because uh, Bob, uh, John will be talking and then there'll be like a, uh, he'll say something and then he'll insert a, a beep beep. And you're wondering what is, what did he just say? And then Bob We'll play a drop of, I don't know who the person is. It sounds like a black guy actually say the drop says, did, are you trying to say N like N word? Um, and I was like, Oh no. And he played it like several times. They had like a big laugh out of it. And, uh, I was like, Oh my God. Um, the thing is, I don't think that is uh illegal on Twitch to actually say that. Twitch has a rule that the only time that uh if you if the n word is said, they actually have a, a rule that says it has to be a hard R. Um so that is that is just bizarre. So they played it. I don't think that anybody can do anything. I think it's like part of the thing. Like, can you imagine if on this show, if um, I was constantly dropping uh, references like like that, like actually playing drops that had the N word on it, how pissed off you guys would be at me. You'd be like, ah, oh, come on. It's just a little too much. But that audience is so used to that. Holy shit. So I, I don't know. Just weird just weird uh all right the catastrophe in Maui is continuing to unfold. Have you been I don't know if you've been following this, but this is just fucking insane uh, the amount of destruction in uh in Maui is just off off the charts um there is there's a couple that um their Love mom and dad MLB live Podcast. here and they are actually in
5: oh sorry about
1: that they're in hawaii living there this uh west this uh mom and dad their daughter is married to a guy from um from maui where uh there's like 55 people dead as of right now and more than a thousand people unaccounted for now holy shit that is that is unbelievable and the the, wa- the uh, uh, fire actually went right to the edge of the land to where the ocean starts and people were jumping into the ocean to uh, avoid being killed. And what was just a normal nice community is is pretty much uh, burnt to the ground now. It is unbelievable what has happened there. Uh, there was a, a hurricane that was in the neighborhood and it was so it was causing the wind to blow no rain but like massive winds and somehow a fire started and now there's uh, talk about how the um, alarms didn't go off in the town and so people are wondering what the hell happened.
0: A West Michigan native and her family are among the thousands in Hawaii who are homeless tonight. Their house was destroyed by the wildfires that continue to burn in Maui. 13 on your side's Micah Cho. Talk to the woman's mother who lives in Kentwood and Micah, is the family safe?
1: Yes, Julia. Look at that tie, Micah. Learn to tie a tie, you idiot.
6: Or Anacletto, who is from Grand Rapids, her husband and their two children are staying on the other side of Maui with friends, along with possibly losing their home in Lahaina. Their daughter now has nowhere to start school this fall. That building also lost in the fire.
3: Lahaina uh, fire. Oh my gosh.
6: In disbelief, Maria Orr watches a Facebook Live of her son-in-law, Jesse Anacleto, showing the wildfire that has devastated the Maui town of Lahaina move into their neighborhood. On Tuesday, Maria got a phone call from her daughter,
7: Kaylee Orr Anacleto, that they had to leave their home. And then it was 1030. Beautiful family. At night, she called me. Mom and dad. Called us and was Facetiming us, and she said, "Mom, we're evacuating."
6: On Tuesday, more than 1,000 buildings in Lahaina were destroyed. Jesus. One of them, Maria believes, are Kaylee and Jesse. The uh, shots at nighttime, it it looks like hell. He's home. However, their neighborhood is still shut down,
1: so in there's fact, no way of knowing. Just when I first saw this story, um, it was one of those nighttime shots with all the fire. I was like, "Was there a volcano that erupted or something?"
7: How bad the damage is. I mean, it looks like their particular building or that they lived in might be there but the one across the parking lot from that it looked like it was gone. Kaylee who is from Grand Rapids and her family are now safe
6: with friends about six miles away from their home. Their daughter's school also gone.
7: Harley is six and a half and um, was supposed to start school yesterday and her school was of the cat I mean the whole town is a
6: casualty now with almost no reception on that side of the island maria and her husband randy can only get infrequent updates on how the family is doing which is very difficult for her parents
7: like my daughter's phone hasn't been working she finally got through to me today for like a minute and then it cut out and then i you know then i lost her signal it's just been tough you never know when when you're gonna get a call and you know, you, you try and call them and it just goes to voicemail all the time. You, you just, it, it's been hard not having, you know, communication. Here in Michigan, the Ores are trying to figure out what's next. Yeah. I mean, they, they don't have a home. They have nothing to go to. And to rebuild that community, I can't even imagine how long it's gonna take, years. And so I would imagine if, it, if they can, they would, you know, be here for a couple years.
6: The parents have started a fundraiser for the family. They say it's possible they will have to move to Grand Rapids for the time being.
1: You'll find more information on this story on our website. Juliet. Mike. Holy shit. That is something. Uh, Maui residents had little warning before flames hit town. Uh, as I indicated, at least 55 people are dead. As of, Wait, I thought I said 35 earlier. Maybe I did. So this talk about how you know, there was no like warning Uh, of all the places that should have like the best warning. It would be Hawaii considering Pearl Harbor. They fucked it up back then. I would think that if the wind gets over three miles an hour in Hawaii, or if somebody throws a cigarette on the ground, an alarm would go off. Uh, Many people who are living there asked why Hawaii's famous emergency warning system didn't alert them at, As fires race toward their homes. The famous emergency warning. I didn't know it was famous. Uh, The Hawaii's emergency management records show no indication that warning sirens were triggered before this wildfire that wiped out the town. On TV, they're showing like before and after. I mean, it looks like, remember when we would see images of like ground zero on September 11th uh, after it's, it's like that. I mean, this place is destroyed. They are bringing in cadaver dogs to supplement recovery efforts. However, it will take time for a final total of fatalities. Uh, Hawaii boasts what the state describes as the largest integrated outdoor all-hazard public safety warning system in the world, with about 400 sirens positioned across the island chain to alert people to various natural disasters and other threats. Uh, Thomas Leonard, a 70-year-old mailman from La Hena, didn't know about the fire until he smelled smoke. So they have no cell phones, they have no internet, nothing. Everything is destroyed in this town. My God. Absolute disaster.
0: Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate Magazine.
1: Didn't they have a false tsunami warning a couple years ago? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Megan says they had no idea it was going to be that bad. All right. Um, This one was sent to me. Thank you to Bleeding Heart Brian. Boyfriend walks in. Expecting to see his girlfriend, and he see, he does see his girlfriend, but she's having sex with the dog. Audio check video check
8: about these accusations I really thought that I had heard it all I didn't believe it till I was in court watching and listening to the accusations leveled against this Taylor woman you guys said it she's accused of having sexual relations with the family dog named Max it's apparently all on camera now she's charged with sodomy and animal abuse
9: Ever seen anything like this? I have not.
8: You probably have not either. It all started like this.
9: A gentleman comes in the front desk like uh, they do all day, every day.
8: Like the beginning of a bad joke that turned terrible.
9: She did own up to performing these. Max on, on Max.
8: The Taylor man says this week he caught his ex girlfriend, Brittany McClure on home surveillance cameras at their Taylor home. They still share
10: in that video. It shows defendant oh, Brittany oh. McClure lying on the living room floor on a, what appears to be a mattress covered with a blanket. She then removes the blanket and calls the dog over to her.
8: That's Taylor PD's detective Philip oh, no! analyzed the six minute video.
10: She has heard saying good
1: boy. He secured charges against McGill. Oh, McCoy no. For- look, at, look at Max. Look at the look on Max's face. He's like, oh, no.
10: She's going to make me
1: do it again. She
8: stinks. Sodomy and animal abuse. Max is even named as the
1: victim in his report. Okay, so that means she put something uh, in the dog, right? If she's accused, it's not like, um, I guess the dog could have put something in her. Um did commit the abominable and detestable crime against nature with a dog named Max, contrary to MCL, and then there's the whatever that code is for the criminal offense, uh, felony 15 years unless sexually delinquent person. uh, I'm not even going to try to read it anymore. Plain
9: as day. It's his ex-girlfriend performing uh, fellatio on the... Oh, no.
1: Okay. All right. She's actually got the dog's ding-dong in
9: her mouth and um her attempts to to get max to reciprocate
8: lieutenant frank Cannon oh, at this
1: job tra- you gotta use peanut butter
8: 24 years he's dumbfounded says mcclure confessed and even told investigators why
9: kind of a uh, interest in a fetish uh, stuff that was seen on the internet. this guy's trying
1: not to laugh
9: he is trying not to laugh here
8: good news Max was not hurt
9: yes Max is fine he uh, is in the custody of his uh, dad I feel so bad for Max Uh, Brittany's ex-boyfriend
4: no contact with any animals
8: the judge setting a $100,000 personal bond McClure apparently says this is the first time she's ever done this
9: I would like to think that Max is going to be in good hands and there's no threat max
1: probably liked it you know i think we need to stop saying that max is a victim here he probably enjoyed every second of that
9: this happening again
8: we realize that is
1: this chick is so disgusted with the story i love that dress and her hair is perfect by the way
8: A lot to digest there. Now, McClure has no criminal record whatsoever. That's part of the reason the judge issued that personal bond, which means she will be out of custody. now a side note on those cameras, they were installed uh, not because there was any kind of suspicion that something was going on. They were kind of everyday home surveillance cameras.
1: She wanted to get caught. She had to have known that.
8: Reporting live, Jessica Dupnack, Fox 2 News. I was just going to ask that, Jessica. I mean, you have to wonder what made the ex-boyfriend actually go look at this video. What did he suspect and what did he know at that point? Because like you said, this is all very disturbing.
1: Dog's walking around with peanut butter on his lips. Hey, what? Huh?
8: Yeah, I'm curious to know if that will maybe come up in her defense. Did he have a right to have those security cameras there? Uh, they do share the home together, but they are going through a breakup. So possible defense there. Mm, very interesting. All right, well, I guess we'll see how this one turns out. Just-
1: uh, I often marvel at what um, oh, Thanks for that. investigators have to do. Like the things that they see. You know, and one day you might be watching video of... Um, you know, something terrible happening to a child, you know, from some of these predators out there or, and then on a, and then on a, okay, it's an easy day today. I only get to watch this dog, uh, 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 get some skull from, uh, from his, from his owner. Lots of jokes, some good, some, some bad. Uh, Sean says. Dog's breath constantly smells like tuna. Tyler says, what is your possible defense for sucking off a dog? Chris adds, an only dog's page. Tyler says, man, this bitch really screwed the pooch. Oh. Oh. Nate adds, he has to get rid of the dog. The dog has way more game than he does. Uh, Call of Duty adds, pretty bad when a chick can't get laid. Oh, my God. Uh, Chris adds, oh, no, not a Red Rocket jizz job. Uh, Chris says, special kind of sick. Dan adds, adds, you realize people are eating breakfast right now, Eric. Oh, my God. Uh, Stevie says, sick fuck, throw the book at her. Florida man, 814. I would resign before I would watch that video. I, and that's, that's my point. Um, How do you... Wall that off and go home. Um, In my opinion, uh, it's easy to see why so many cops crack. Okay. Because of the shit that they have to, that they have to see. We have to protect these people. Um, And the ones that do survive. I don't, I don't know. These are some of the strongest people that have ever walked the earth. If they can sit around and see On any given day, a chick blowing a dog. And then, oh, yeah, this is, this is, uh, yeah, I'm just going to go home to my family now. I mean, I would want to throw myself out of a building. Um, Call of Duty says an ex slept with my best friend once, but this is fucked up. Yeah, it's not even close. Couple plumpy nut references from back in the day. Thank you. All right. That is screwed up. I'm going to try to get a hold of Rick from TC Paintball. Oh, no, uh, no, I'm not. He says, uh, I got to be out. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. He said that he was set only, he was on the fence about whether or not he could join us today. But. All right. We might be a little light on the show today. I have to admit, my brain is not in it. I've been, uh, I'm massively distracted about something that I, I can't really talk about right now. And I probably won't ever. You never know. Maybe I will. But I am certainly distracted right now. Um, all right. Before we continue, uh, thanks again to Berlin Raceway. I will be there on Saturday. Uh, BerlinRaceway.com is where you get tickets. Uh, they are 14 bucks. Get your tickets for races at Berlin. Berlinraceway.com. $14 when you buy them online. $17 at the gate. So much great fun racing watching the races at Berlin. Um parking is free, 15 and under free. Love that. Bring in a cooler with all your snacks and drinks. No alcohol, no glass. They have that there, Uh, berlinraceway.com. As always, Rick from TC Paintball. Thank you so much. It has been way too long since we have done a paintball war. In fact, I forget the last one that we did. I think it was Paintball War number 21. Still waiting to do Paintball War number 22. It's been years. We've been having so much fun over the years doing this at TC Paintball. I cannot wait to get back there. Let you know when we decide to schedule the next one. Rick is uh, obviously very, very busy. Otherwise, he would have done that. Uh, but business is booming at TC Paintball, and you can take part of uh, get in on the fun at tcpaintballgr.com. Love that. Um, one fee is all you pay, and uh, everything is all included in that. All you got to do is bring yourself and your pals, and you're good to go. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. I've got to text Billy. Join me on my show to talk about how jacked it was to start your radio show yesterday. Oh my God. Period. Call me. I'm hoping he calls me. I love Bill. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of, uh, Over the years. Oh, yeah, he's hyper. He's going to lose his mind. He didn't lose his mind. He was just panicked. He didn't yell at anybody. I think he did well. Size of the problem. Size of the problem. Um, The Detroit Lions get at it tonight. Now, you're never, ever supposed to be excited for the preseason. Ever. I'm excited for the preseason. The NFL is the only league where the pre the the exhibition games, the ones where the people that are playing aren't even going to be playing, uh, it, they're they're all going to get cut. Very few of the people that are playing football tonight will even make the team. It doesn't matter. People love the NFL so much, holy shit! And it all gets started tonight. And oh my god, Lions fans are ravenous. Think about it. Since 1950-something, they have won one playoff game. One! Now, I remember that. I remember how exciting that was. And they haven't done shit outside of that. And this is the first time in now my 43rd season of following them that I have been at this level of excitement. And to think that at one point last year, there were one win and six losses, and everybody was calling for the coach's head. They ended up uh going eight and three to finish the year. Right? No. Eight and two. Eight and three. Eight yes, eight and three to finish the year. And that got everybody all excited. They won the last game of the year. They beat uh the Packers uh at, at Lambeau. Ended. It, it was the last game for Aaron Rodgers. They fucked him up bad. Kept the Packers out of the playoffs. I hate the Packers. Everybody hates the Packers. Everybody hates Aaron Rodgers. He's now in New York. I hope he sucks there. And then the Lions are, uh, they they improved themselves in the offseason. So, fuck yes, I am stoked. And you should be too. I got my uh, fantasy draft over at my neighbor's house at the end of the month. I'm ready, baby. I hope you are too. All right. Speaking of, um, problems with a the dog. There was a problem with a dog in, uh, Baldwin, Michigan. Now this is a, uh, this is a Hill Jack community, Baldwin, Michigan. Um, you may remember Baldwin, Michigan because of Baldwin Ace Hardware. And, um, it was, a. Uh, it was it wasn't long ago where I got a phone call from Baldwin Ace Hardware and they said, uh, "Mike from Baldwin Ace Hardware," he said, "Look, uh, I know we're great friends, but uh, I want no part of your show going forward. When I signed up for your show, it was supposed to be a fun show about your life, and uh, I'm not. I don't want to be associated with you if you're going to be uh, um, saying bad shit about." Uh, crazy right-wing extremists and i'm like are you serious for all that we've been through well yeah well a lot of my customers are crazy right-wing extremists who are stupid well then i guess uh i guess that's it buddy i I don't know what to tell you i'm not gonna i'm not changing i mean I, i say what i say and it's the truth yeah i i can't be part of that all right well see you later Kyle writes, that dude from Baldwin Ace is a fucktard idiot. Never liked him and never went to Ace after hearing him on your show. I don't recall him being on the show. I Can you refresh my memory as to what went down? Um. So anyway, this, what I'm about to tell you about happened in that community. No surprise. No surprise. Kyle says long time ago. I think you started this. I think after you started this podcast, that makes sense. LOL, Kyle ace hardwares are like McDonald's franchises. You can't hate one owner. I mean, all owners. All right. Take your word for it. Uh, two dudes in Baldwin ace hardware, They're brothers. Uh, 123 and 125. The dog took a shit on the floor. One brother uh, said, hey, clean up that shit. And the other brother said, no, I was the one to clean up the last pile of shit. You clean up the shit. And this went back and forth until one brother said, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, here you go, and stabbed him. Dude stabbed his brother as they were fighter, fighting over who picks up the shit. Uh, then, when the authorities got involved, uh, the word came over the radio that uh, uh, one of them's armed with a gun. They live right by a school, so they had to lock the fucking school down because they were afraid that one of the guys is going to come run out of the house and and go into the school and start, you know, holding kids hostage. Hang on a second. Here. Uh stand by. Stand by, please. Uh yes, uh, hello Eric Eric Zane here. This is
3: President Donald Trump, big
1: fraud. How are you? Mr. President, how are you? What uh what what brings your call today? I I I'm surprised at this.
3: I said Terrible. Have you heard the news? What's going on right now?
1: Uh, what? You mean like in Hawaii? I
3: don't care about Hawaii. They can wipe it off the map. What I'm talking about is the deranged Jack Smith. He's asked for the trial on the Biden indictment to take place on January 2nd. Yes. If they want to take me to court.
1: Yes. They, they, uh, on super Tuesday.
3: I don't know why they would do this. This is terrible. This is just ahead of the also important of caucuses, as you, you've said. And this lunatic would ask for such a date. It's that day after the New Year's big front.
1: Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, sir, I sorry, I, I did hear that. I, I think that Smith is, uh, is making no bones about it. Uh, he wants you locked. He wants you convicted of a felony before the election.
3: And of course, it's a witch hunt, of course. Such a trial should never take place. Well, due to my first amendment rights. Well, I have I have rights as a as a politician running for the office of the president.
1: Yeah, but I mean a witch hunt is is based on an accusation that someone's a witch, which is not true. Uh and 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 he seems to think that you broke the law.
3: I think he thinks that he broke the law and he's trying to cover it up by <laughs> this fake indictment that the Bidens they've got so much cover up I mean, they've had, they had more documents than me. Let's be so honest about that.
1: Well, yeah, I know, but there's a lot. I mean, you've got, you've got several indictments. I mean, it's like pick one that you could be convicted of. It doesn't matter which one, one of them, if one of them uh, uh, is, is actually, you know, you're convicted of that. That means you're out. A, A felon cannot be the president.
3: It's so true. You know, there's spies that I've worked in my, my office, you know, and things like that. And they've gone out. They've leaked fake news. They've leaked fake news. We know it's so big that they've leaked all this fake news, and they do it. They do it with a smile on their face. Big fraud. I want you to come to the trial, big fraud. I need lawyers. I well, need lawyers.
1: I'm not a lawyer. I wouldn't be able to help you, Mr. President. I don't. I, you know, seriously, I would just be there for uh, moral support.
3: I don't think I don't think Giuliani was a lawyer either, but I had him on my staff. So,
1: Mr. President. uh... Uh, you haven't done anything. This is all just uh, 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 made up out of thin air, you, you say, yes? Oh,
3: of course, it's of course. And, you know, it's this sloppy, fat-ass Chris Christie's <laughs> going around now. He's saying that that I only built 50 miles of wall in, on, the, on, a, on a wonderful southern border to keep out the crazy Mexicans. But uh, I built almost 500 miles of wall, including the fact that these were some of the best walls you've ever seen. I mean, I know real estate, like nobody knows real estate. They say, they look at my buildings and they say, what wonderful buildings. Yeah. You know, they say, they look at them and they say the wall, the wall is keeping out so many of a bad hombres and stuff, (laughs) you know? Well, yeah, but
1: the wall didn't go all the way across. They could easily just go to where the wall ends and walk across.
3: But Chris Christie's going out there and he's repeating these horrible lies. I mean, the wall is, The wall, we know the wall is going to keep these guys out. You know it, I know it. If we had a wall across the whole border, we're keeping these guys out unless they're making tacos, let's be
1: honest. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Mr. President, it uh, seems to me, though, that um, your supporters are stronger than ever. Um, You continue to die. You have more dominance now over your opponents for the upcoming primary than you did back in 2016 right now.
3: Of course, you know, and and it's Biden's helping me out. I mean, just look at what he's doing. He's so incognizant
1: he uh what, I'm sorry,
3: he's so unintelligent. I mean, he goes out there. they have you seen him shuffle around the stages? Oh, in
1: yeah, he's old. There's no question. I mean he's got his he's got his limitations to be sure, but I don't think he's uh incapacitated in any way. I mean, he might have a glitch in the matrix. He's not like Mitch McConnell.
3: Well, I don't know about that. I think he's had quite a few glitches. I think I think Biden's had maybe more glitches, bigger glitches than Mitch McConnell uh, I don't and know. And the thing is, you know I don't even know if I'm going to take place in these Republican debates. You know, they want me to sign a document that says that I would support. The winner which is so not true i mean i'm gonna win it so big
1: right right i wouldn't do that either you don't have to just just you know do your thing and uh they'll just fall in line i mean my god what did you think about the guy I mean,
3: why do i even have to go to these debates you know i'm leading so bigly i've got that this act is about three thousand points behind me
1: what do you think about the guy who got arrested for wanting or actually he got shot dead uh when they went to go get him for uh threatening biden in utah
3: well, if I shot everybody that threatened me, there'd be a whole list of dead people. I can't believe they did that that's so, another thing that's so illegally. Biden's have done. Terrible. So you're they saying killed a great patriot. So they killed a great patriot.
1: So you're saying that Biden murdered a patriot is what you're suggesting?
3: I think so. I think you know my friends over at the Boomba Bunker show. You know the Boomba Bunker has some of our great patriots on there. Was just, I was I want to get on there. I want to talk to john jamingo and those people because i think they i think they understand things maybe better than
1: you well i think that that one of them is in here i think one of them has started to uh hang around here and is actually trying to be a uh, uh a kind of like someone who's disturbing the peace around here and attacking our audience members
3: what do you mean by attacking your audience members your precious crappy low-end and intelligent Audience uh, members are being assaulted. That's
1: a horrible thing to say about the audience of this show. It's that's, oh, that's, they're that's so that's,
3: unintelligent because yeah. they're listening to you, Big fraud. Say, Look well, at you. You're such a piece of shit. I mean, look <laughs> at the, look at John Jamingo and compare him to you, and it's like John Jamingo every day. I'm of gonna
1: listen to that. Yeah, well he's he's definitely talented, sir. I th- I think you would I think you and him would get along very well.
3: Oh, I think so. I think there's got to be a way for me to get on that show, don't you think? I think I could do great things.
1: Oh, yeah. Show. Yeah, just just reach out to them. They will They will definitely put you right on.
3: Well, that involves having to do things. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's such a good idea. You know, the the whole thing about uh, understanding the whole future and things like that, I don't know. John Domingo, if he's to put me on there, I mean, yeah. I could talk yeah. about. I uh, could talk about the, the Chris Christie and such.
1: Right, right. Well, Mr. President, I appreciate you visiting with us today. I'm going to wrap it up and leave it right there. Uh, I was kind of like... you uh, hanging up on me? Yeah, today. I am. I'm this wrapping it up. New. Yeah, well, wow. I, I don't want to give you the opportunity to hang up, so I figure if I get ahead of it...
3: Oh, yeah. you're such a fucking piece of shit, big <laughs> What a bilish
1: of sh- uh, God Damn it. Thank you, Mr. Mr. President. Tyler writes, every time he busts out a swear, it really cracks me up, and I don't know why... It's true. Holy shit. Thank you to him. He saved this show today. He And I'm glad he brought that up because, um, uh, this Jack Smith from the department of justice is suggesting that Trump's trial for trying to overturn the 2020 election should begin on January 2nd and last no more than six weeks. Um, For the attempted coup, as it's described, a move that if approved by a judge would brand Trump a felon before the biggest GOP presidential primaries. In a filing on Thursday, the special counsel's office proposed a trial date of January 2nd, 2024. Should the U.S. magistrate approve that date, Trump's trial could be done uh, before the GOP primaries in South Carolina and Michigan with plenty of time before the delegate rich slate of super Tuesdays, uh, states in March. Wow. Trump already faces two other separate criminal trials in March and May in New York and Florida. However, those trials have been delayed enough that Trump still managed to snag key elections before risking the embarrassing reality of being convicted of felonies While asking voters to make him the Republican nominee. Oh my God. This could be, this could be huge. If Trump, if this goes down and Trump cannot run because he's a felon. Wow. You want to talk about shit hitting the fan uh, amongst Trump's faithful. Wow. Uh, That will be absolutely huge. Um, Sean says, I hope there's a video of Trump dodging charges like the Bill Cosby one. Bruce, what are you doing? God, Everything's trying to disturb me today. I apologize. One of those days just doesn't feel great for some reason. I feel like shit. Uh, all right. There's been a disaster in the great state of Kentucky. Uh, imagine this school starts school is underway in Kentucky. And in fact, Nate, uh, one of our great listeners, uh, is from Kentucky. He wanted to be surrounded by more hillbillies than he ever has been before. So he moved from Grand Haven to Kentucky. He might be here right now. Nate bull. Um, Kentucky's largest school system is Louisville. School started and, um, They just implemented a new system, a a new transportation system. They overhauled the busing of the kids. All right. Uh, And in doing that, the idea was to make um, busing more efficient. I don't know what the problem was before. But they decided that they needed to make everything uh, different in order to get the students to and from school in a timely manner. Um, First day of school comes and goes, and it's just before 10 p.m., and the buses are still dropping the kids off uh, at the bus stops to go home. Somehow they fucked up. And so it was so bad. There's 100,000 students in this school district. They had to cancel school for the rest of the week to figure out what went wrong. How do you do that? How, how can you have a system in place in 3,000 years before this year, and and then suddenly in this year, you change it, and and the school... I, I, I don't get it. This is the uh, superintendent of the school, Dr. M- uh, Marty Palio.
10: I come to you today after making one of the most difficult, if not the most difficult uh, decision of my superintendent career. And that There
1: hasn't been this much trouble in busing kids since we allowed black kids into the school.
10: ...was to cancel day two and day three of the school year Thursday and Friday. First and foremost, I want to take this opportunity to apologize for last night. First, I want to apologize to our students. I know many of you had to wait on buses or wait in your school for several hours, and I truly apologize for that. I know how unnerving and un- I like that jacket. unsettling that must have been for even our youngest students, but all of our students, and we truly apologize to you. I apologize to our families, our parents. All right, get to it, we'll get to it. Not knowing exactly where they are or were, and I truly apologize for that. Our bus drivers, I know you're working so hard. I apologize to our bus drivers. Come on, just tell us what happened. Drivers, We've put a lot on you in this change process. Uh, I know you are working hard. We apologize to you for the difficulties and challenges you faced yesterday. And finally, our school personnel for having to stay with our kids for multiple hours after school to make sure that they got home and trying to answer questions the best you could. I apologize last night um, was truly unacceptable. And once again, I apologize for that. I had to make this decision today because we have to get better. I can say- Well, yeah,
1: what a pile of shit
10: system you have. It's hard and it is. The massive change we are undertaking is extremely difficult. But in the end, that can't be the We are gonna take the next four days to make sure we work extremely hard to fix how
1: about just go back to what you were doing you know getting the kids home on time
10: it's the errors that are in our transportation system right now but i have to make sure our kids are safe and we will not have a repeat of what happened and we will not be in school until.
1: okay if you can't even get the kids home by 10 o'clock how in the world are you going to protect them when the next crazy kentucky
10: hillbilly comes in Uh, ...shooting up the school. I know we can get kids home safely. So here's what we're going to do over the next four days working around the clock. First and foremost... we like his hair, too. We are going to be reviewing all bus routes and all bus stops over the next four days for efficiency. That's a
1: good start. Review the route. Making sure... Okay, route... Last year, the route went from point A to point B. This year, it starts at point A, goes to point Z then back to point A, point X, and so on. I think there's a problem.
10: ...that that we get all students to and from school efficiently. Second of all, we're going to be having our bus drivers have extra days. We're going to pay them extra days to practice their their new routes, which is a big challenge, I understand, for them, but they need more practice with this. We're going to be improving our communication structures between families and schools and us, and finally, safe and getting our students home safely i appreciate your patience I, i i don't understand what's going on here
1: um chris says pay them more uh ashley says my parents didn't even pick me up when i got a concussion in softball chris says did they have only one bus Kent says, what parent sits there like, it's only 930 to hell with picking them up from school. Uh, Kyle says, we get it. You fucked up. What are you doing to fix this? Should we lock kids in cages to solve this? Oh, God. Um, Let's see. The disaster came after major changes to school bus routes and school start times. This year meant to alleviate a bus driver shortage. The district spent $199,000 to hire the Alpha Route Engineering Firm to create a plan that would cut the number of bus routes and stops. So they paid $200,000 to have a pile of shit take place uh, when it comes to getting the kids to and from school. The district opened an online comment form for the new bus routes on July twenty-four, and they received thousands of complaints from parents concerned that their kids were having to walk too far to catch the bus so that bus stops were at busy, unsafe intersections. Um, Leticia Gomez told the paper last week that the bus for her two elementary school children was scheduled to pick them up at 6 a.m., For a 7.40 a.m. school start. The bus is uh, almost a half mile from their home. And there are no sidewalks. Gomez called the district's transportation department. But was told nothing could be changed. She said. Kentucky law allows bus bus stops for elementary students to be up to a half mile away. While middle and high school students may walk up to one mile god damn that is fucked up um i i I never took the fucking bus uh it was always just uh first of all i lived near uh my school so i got to walk so i was lucky and then when it came to high school uh i would either ride my bike or one of us what, one of us was old enough to drive. We just fucking drive to school. But some of these people cannot do that. So these kids are walking that far and getting home at a ridiculous hour. This dipshit pays $200,000 to, to Alpha Route, an engineering firm, and they can't come up with a way to get the kids home on time. Not only uh, not get them home on time, but the fact that uh, at 6 a.m., They got to be picking up the kid for a 7.40 start time? Holy shit. That means that kid is on the bus for an hour and 40 minutes? What a crock of shit. Oh, my God. Ashley uh, writes, Zane liked riding the train. Wink, wink. Sick idiot. Uh, more screenshots, please. You two. You know what I'm talking about. All right. That is ridiculous. Uh, God bless Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Six one six five three two six six hundred. That's 616 6600 for Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. ERvines.com. ERvines.com 616 532 6600 A and E heating and cooling. 616-516-8579. Joe Martinez, if you uh get in the weeds and you need your AC, you need your furnace uh worked on, this is who you call. I thank them so much. They've been here since nearly the beginning. Not quite as long as Rick. Who is the oldest of old school from TC Paintball, but pretty damn near. A and E heating and cooling, 616-516-8579. You need scheduled maintenance taken care of. Maybe you got an emergency you need taken care of. A and E heating and cooling can help you. And finally, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, two three one three three two sixty five zero five. That's two three one three three two sixty five zero five, working tireless for you uh all over the US. 6505. thank you so much if you need that mortgage maybe get a little money out of your home if you've lived in it for quite some time they can help you at the mario flores lakeshore team of van dyke mortgage uh getting pooh bear on here to talk about weekend plans hello there hi how are you pooh bear i'm
2: doing well how
1: are you so i'm still podcasting is that okay
2: of course it's okay
1: uh you you sent a picture but i didn't see it was it a picture or a movie of the dog
2: yeah it's it's of darla she i gave her her one of her little stuffed animals while bruce isn't around yeah and she's going nuts with it she keeps shaking her head and okay she's a maniac.
1: yep 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 okay um so we're in the final stretch of pooh bear summer vacation correct we are okay. So you're just living it up these days, doing some relaxing. You just finished a book. From what is the author? Tell everybody the author of the books that you're reading. Her
2: name is Paige Dearth.
1: Can you spell the last name, please? D e a r t h.
2: Dearth. Dirth. Dirth. Paige
1: Dearth. Yes. And, and she has four books that are amazing. Uh huh. And you I just, read them all. Are they thrillers? What What type of books yeah, are they're these?
2: they're like psychological thrillers
1: like uh like like uh I, I read a book called gone girl that was a psychological thriller is it, is it like that
2: kind of like that i think yeah and each page is or each book is over you know close to 500 pages and i read all four of them
1: and there summer. is it the same story over four books
2: yeah this is a four book series so it's kind of this, like a continuation of this the story you know how it goes
1: how did you discover this author
2: Oh, I saw it on Facebook, I think, and it sounded like so I read what it was about and it sounded good. So I bought the first one and then I'm like, Oh my I read that in a day, I think.
1: I wish I could read.
2: Yeah. So now she's got other books out too. I gotta check those out. She's got another series
1: out. I mean I can read and I actually love reading. I just it's just so insanely time consuming. And yeah, uh, I sitting in the same place, it's just it's just it it messes with me.
2: Yeah. And I, I can't do that during the school year, but there's, the summer, you know there's, time, know,
1: there's lots of sticks to be picked up where, you know what I mean?
2: Oh, I see. What That's you're a reference
1: thought, to the, uh, to the so hyperactivity to my hyperactivity. Yeah. I can't, it's just, it just messes with me. Yeah.
2: I hear you.
1: Um, all right. I was discussing earlier with the audience about yesterday's blow up. It's me and you? Well, just you.
2: Oh, when I hit a, uh, uh, a it was, moment. It was size of
1: the problem. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I kind of, yeah, I did overreact.
1: And me? then I called you an asshole and you flipped out at me.
2: I don't like being name called.
1: Well, I, I know, but uh, yeah, that was my fault. I apologize for that. But, uh, I mean, my God, you come in and start screaming at the dogs. They're like, hey, let's play.
2: <laughs> well, they were, I still don't think that was P. Well it was clear as water.
1: Yeah, but I look, I don't know either. I I'm not sure. Uh I think it could have been I because it was high up on the cabinet. I think somebody raised their leg.
2: Hmm. Very strange.
1: It was strange. Well,
2: Neil always has to go out. Maybe it was Bruce when I locked him in there for humping days up Darla.
1: I don't know, dude. Did did you put him in there or did you put him in the cage?
2: I just put him in there. Oh, and it God. Came in the cage. Fucked up.
1: Who knows? Yeah. There's always mysteries around here, you know? And it's always either dog pee or dog jizz or dog poo or dog throw up or cat throw <laughs> up. Jesus.
2: It always surrounds around the animals.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. Is, are there big plans this weekend? Um, well,
2: tomorrow I have to work at the Y. Tomorrow morning I have to work at the Y. Uh And then uh, Jackie's
1: having another pool party tomorrow. Oh, fuck.
2: And can I go to the races with you or
1: no? Yeah, I need I need a guest.
2: Well, I think Sherry might go with us too. Okay. Can
1: she go too? Oh, yeah. She's going to love all those Trump fans. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure she will. All right. So and, there we go. And
2: uh, that's about it.
1: Sunday is family dinner. Yes or no?
2: Sunday is family dinner at Jackie's, remember?
1: Okay. What are we having?
2: I don't know yet. So, I guess I should send that out. So I don't have to make I, anything.
1: I don't have to do anything for a change.
2: It, yeah, I think that would be Justin's job. Oh, uh, yes.
1: Yeah. He's Sunday. a big boy. He's a big boy. Okay. <laughs> All right, and, then, uh, and I was so telling then you, you go I got, week. hey, I got new moves. I got to try out my new moves.
2: I don't think you do. I you do. I have, you haven't had new moves in thirty-two years. That's
1: bullshit. I got a great new move. I'm going to try I it on say. you. All
2: right, gotta go. What's the matter? It, I, the dog, the dog's getting in something. I gotta
1: go. That's a lie. I'm going to yeah. get in something later.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. What the fuck? I- what just happened? <laughs> what happened to you
2: you can't say that when i have a mouthful of coffee (laughs) oh i thought
1: oh i'm glad you said coffee
2: okay bye i gotta
1: go see you oh gosh okay bye bye (laughs) that was funny Hmm. um you haven't had new moves in 32 years new move no 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 that's bullshit i got new moves uh, Ben says, I'll be at Berlin too. Are you coming too, Ben? You and Angela? I did, I forgot. Did you tell me you could? I forget. I forget what you said. Uh, four air points pouring over the brim. You can hear it in the queen of the Forest's voice. All right. Uh, quick around the radio down. Then I'm going to uh, end the show. Coffee is her nickname for O'Neill. Who is this Captain Krusty 78? That, that's interesting. Hmm. Weird.
9: It's the people who are dividing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
10: you're right. Yes. Uh, you stayed close to home. Um,
1: What's going on here?
8: season two. No, I don't think it's John and Jenison now. I think it's someone are, else. They are. And this. Is with Kenny. He doesn't think it's John and this Jenison. This is the way you can guarantee you get.
3: Away, but some of the gum sticks.
1: Yes. Pastor Steve Harvey. Some of you
3: ladies are here today with scarred souls because some of the gum stuck. What? <laughs> You thought this man was going to marry you. You thought this man was going to love you. You thought this man was going to cherish you. He, he was, was going to give a life, life you. to you, so he joined oh, you. But then he tore away, leaving the gun. God. He's talking
1: about and you're gun. And you
3: wounded in your soul. Because
7: he says to me, time to come. Just say
3: unbanned. Unbanned.
1: Just search AFA Streaming. Drowning in debt? Are you struggling to yes. make minimum payments? Yes. Did you know that on average? 95-7.
3: cash right. One. Number
1: two is I cannot believe I did not follow up. The Wait, on your balls it's... and then on your chin Sports
3: She just told you not to say <laughs> I balls said, don't say shnuts. it It's your schnuts Oh no Good. This no, is so uh... I got him so what I got a man This is Greg and, <laughs> okay. and Greg and Michelle Okay Greg and Michelle with Travis
1: In the box since Christmas So and they had to
8: charge him up And I get a phone call
1: A-M. Let's meet today's contestant Who has a chance to win a thousand dollars Jason in West
10: Michigan Hello Jason Hey guys, how's it going? Good, how are you?
7: I'm doing great. Oh! Come on! Oh.
1: Come on, come on, come on, come on, now touch me, babe! Can't you see that I am not afraid? What was that promise that you made? Why won't you tell me what she said? What was that promise that you made? I'm
9: gonna love you
1: Till the heavens
2: start
9: to rain You principalities and powers
2: you mean?
8: all the countries of hip hop. all right so listen good morning it's Didi in the morning and let me tell y'all
1: something right now i'm in the, the morning
3: oh
1: george michael fate great song before i throw my heart back on the I gotta have faith.
0: Cause I gotta have faith. Hey, hey,
1: I gotta have faith. I love this guy. He's always been
3: great. Hey, hey, I gotta have faith. Faith. Of course, it's like the Drudge Report. Back when the Drudge Report used to be good, Kyle's got...
0: That's
1: gonna do it. That is a tripper on the radio dial. Um, Let us... Give you the asshole of the day. First of all, let me uh, remind you also that I am on Cameo, cameo.com slash Eric Zane. I hear a wicked hum. There it is. Uh, cameo.com slash Eric Zane. I just finished one up for uh, Ashley and her uh, boyfriend, Tim. Uh, these two are uh, just adorable. Uh, just doing all these silly little Love things. It's just, they're just so in love. It makes me so happy. Uh, Two wonderful people. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. If you have somebody who uh, maybe you want their uh, balls busted, maybe they need a good roasting. Maybe it's a birthday. Maybe it's an anniversary or something. I can be as rude or as nice as you want me to be. Could even be poison for the soul, as uh, Jack Tuck said. About your old pal, EZ. Eric Zane Show podcast, Poison for the Soul. Yes. Thank you. All right. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Uh, nominations for Asshole of the Day, please. Yesterday, I threw John Pulaski under the bus because I assumed that it was, uh he was the guy who was uh the... Uh, dude on the uh, live stream that was causing trouble, but I don't think that that's true. Uh, I talked to Kenny. Kenny doesn't think it was John Pulaski. Uh, the asshole of the day is brought to you by TC paintball online at TC um, So it could be Jack Tuck. The guy who said that I'm poisoned for the soul. Um, we could also throw Johnny Ilk into that for screwing up the board and not putting it back together at 96.1, but I love Johnny. I, I can't do that. Just throwing his name out there. Um, The chick who had sex with the dog. Uh, I think it's got to be between the chick who had sex with the dog and Jack Tuck. What do you think? Um, MTDB 2.0. I don't know what that means. Dog fucker. Dog raper. That that sounds better. That has to be the asshole of the day. All right. I apologize today. I uh, have been slightly off of my game. You may have been able to feel it but I was distracted to some degree. Um, so my, uh, my apologies there. I hope it was still entertaining enough. Maybe you noticed. Maybe you did not. Who knows? But uh, thank you for being here. That's going to do it, folks. I'll talk to you down the road. Have a good one. And bye-bye.